Today on the podcast, we are joined by Roxy Earle. You may recognize her from the Real Housewives of Toronto and My Size Rocks movement. And since we recorded this podcast, she has welcomed a new baby boy. Today, we chat about loving your body through changes that come with motherhood, how her new app is going to revolutionize the way we approach women's mental health, and why I told her that her husband needs to get me pregnant. And don't miss this week's new episode of the 10-Minute Gap Fest. Each week on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash hi, my name is mom to get signed up. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives, and at the end of the day, we are all moms, all at the same time and never in the same order. <laughs> this is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. You are just rocking it. You are a fashion goddess. And you have created such an amazing movement, My Size Rocks. And I I met you four years ago. And the first thing you told me was you're an international supermodel. And I loved you for it. I don't think I used those words, but it's good for me for being my own hype girl. So I have um, recently started stalking you on IG at Luxurious Roxy. Oh my gosh, I love it. Your sparkle clutches, I can't handle. Well, (laughs) And what I love about the message you're putting out there to everyone is that there's there's different sizes and shapes and we all need to just like own that and rock it. And particularly like we talk to moms, right? So we're a mom podcast and there's this crazy transition that your body goes through really, really fast. Yeah, so it's like, of course. Right. It's and you're going through it right now. And just like I've heard you talk about, you know, no one was making clothing that you could feel great about buying. And it's kind of the same for like postpartum where you're like, no one makes clothing for this no. body that Me just gave me. birth. Well, yeah. for the record, I do. But yes, <laughs> yes. Me and my friends, you're hearing it right here, everyone. I don't know everyone. what's happening down in the States, but me and my friends in Canada do. But I not a lot it. of us do. Like I have rallied around women who are doing amazing things for women and for inclusivity and for bodies. So my collections go from extra small to 3X. And my last campaign, I modeled and shot that campaign at three months pregnant and seven months pregnant is when we did all the campaign ads. And everyone's like, it's not, it's like, is it a maternity collection? I was like, no. I was like, but my bump rocks. Yep. My bump rocks. I love it. This whole thing started with. Me not like I was on the Real Housewives. That's yeah. when we talked about that. And when I, I had just wrapped shooting the Real Housewives when we met and you were doing something with HGTV and we were like, I was talking to you about how I was doing press and I had no yeah. clothes. Like at the time I was a size 12. Like this is kind of messed up that at a size 12, everyone's bringing all these designer clothes and they're like, oh, tomorrow, if anyone knows anything about the Housewives as York group do it's like tomorrow you need to be in a ball gown i'm like i can't find a ball gown in my size tomorrow and just you know the theme is it needs to be white and you're like i don't think you understand what it's like to shop as a woman above a certain size and so it was so stressful for me the clothes it's like to turn up and be fabulous was a thousand times harder than my friends on the show who were a size two and everyone was a size two at this time on the real housewives and so When I was on the show, it was like apparently revolutionary that I both liked my body. I wasn't like making a joke of my weight. I wasn't on some weight loss journey. 
And I wanted to be fabulous and dress well. And so that's where it started. It started with me needing to dress myself. And now my collaborations have become this whole big thing. But it wasn't even about anything other than making women feel good. And I I don't know if you guys know, I have my app is launching in January and it's all just about making women feel good. Anna is my app that I built that merges a mindset app. Like imagine if you've got like a coach in your pocket, like meditations, mirror affirmations, gratitudes, all of these incredible mindset practices, but it's informed by what's happening with your cycle. It's crazy. It's like my husband is an incredible fertility doctor. And it started, (laughs) we love a doctor who makes babies. Uh, Yeah. So it started with understanding women's hormones and how it affected how we feel every day. And I had this like idea that like there's men, they don't have lost days because of their period or because of menopause or because their hormones have changed. And I was like, that's not fair. We need to like, if we just understood what was happening with our bodies, then we could maybe wake up and do a meditation to like feel better about the fact that that day we were going to feel shitty and it wasn't us who was feeling shitty. It was our body who's going through a hormonal change that every other woman goes through who's having that same moment. And so that was the insight is that as a woman, our, our mood and our mindset is really affected by what's happening in our bodies. And so Anna, as you log your period or say your postpartum, um, say your many menopausal, whatever it is, you're logging what's happening with your body. And then it is giving you mindset practices every day to counter whatever you might be feeling. That's making you feel bad. I this need this so bad. I feel like I need this because I just deleted, I just had this conversation with you guys that because of, I've had so many losses in my pregnancy journey. And that's why I said, I need to talk to your husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I just deleted my tracking apps because I said, I cannot go one more day tracking if I'm ovulating or anything. And then it's just like, are you pregnant yet? And I'm like, Oh, no, well, like, you can't and, discount the hormonal ride. No, you've been and so on there's no emotional too. support on any of those apps. You're just supposed yeah. to track it. And it's like a robot so and true. you feel like <laughs> crap. And so I, I literally just deleted these apps on my phone because I'm like, I can't I cannot track one more day. I can't pee on another stick. Like I'm so done because there's of no support. Well, now yeah. you made room for yeah. the Ana app. Now yeah. I'm going to get the so, Ana like, app. If you were on the Ana app, you would like choose that you're in the um, trying to get pregnant phase. Yeah. And then it would give you affirmations around positivity. It would give you meditations for how to deal with miscarriage and loss. It would give you, it would give you mindset and support, like everything from how to manage your self-talk to your, what you see in the mirror to changes in your body. And it would know that you're trying to get pregnant and it would be tracking what's happening with you. So if you had a miscarriage, it would track it. And then it would give you content that would help you feel better, like almost like a therapist about that topic. So it didn't, if you were in fertility, it would do that. If you were in menopause, it would be about menopause. If you're just having a regular cycle, it would be based on things you're tracking. Like maybe on the 13th of every month, you are really, really, really unhappy. And then imagine if I knew that, that might make me feel a little less crazy that month. Well, Kayla, I mean, she, I, I was like about to smack her the other day because she was being really hard on herself about these pictures that we were taking. And she's like, 
She's like the queen of positivity over here. And I was like, I will smack you because you, you are beautiful and you keep giving yourself a hard time. But guess why? Yeah. Because of this other she's going through yeah. that's bleeding down. And it's like, you're right. It's like changing your mindset. Like poisoning every part of your life. That's and exactly when you realize it. it. It's easier to yeah. deal with. Yeah. So that's, that's why I built the app. It's like, so you can take control of your minds and your feelings and your hormones and under it like empowers you to understand what's happening in your body. So you feel less alone. And I, it was part of my personal journey. And so I was like, I, I have access to these incredible doctors. I have access to all of these resources when it comes to women's health that it is, it is so challenging to access and, but I have access to them. So I have to find a way to share this. And it just started as like making women feel confident every day with these like hype videos I was doing, just cheering girls up. And it's just exploded into this huge tech project and this incredible two-year process of building a technology company and building the Ana app, which is a true femtech technology. I love yeah. it. Femtech. You know, hearing I love that. that you're going to be a boy mom, he's going to be the most romantic, self-aware, oh, gosh, like yes. little boy. Like what an awesome little guy you're going to raise. How has it been with you? You already just have such a positive outlook and, and, and you're so positive about shapes and, you know, the, the body positivity thing that fortunately is becoming uh, normalized uh, yeah. like yeah like let's feel good about ourselves and let's let's normalize health over shape right like let's all be healthy and strong so going into pregnancy and all the body changes have you kind of like sailed through that since you've already sort of like got that positive outlook i i want like i could tell some sob story but it's just not true like yeah. i really have i've set up my mind yeah. And work really hard to feel confident and positive. And I am, it's a mindset that I work at every day. And that's kind of what I talk about in the app is like, I have trained my brain. It's like a muscle, my self esteem. Yeah. And just like you work out your quads, wow. out your muscle. And then yeah. when you need it and you need to go pick up something heavy, guess what? You can pick that heavy thing up if you've been training for it. And so pregnancy has been really beautiful for me. I mean, besides from like peeing when I laugh, like other than, <laughs> that I mean, never goes away. Parts, sorry to tell you some parts of it that you're like, Oh yeah, that's, that's not the sexiest thing in the world. Yeah. But otherwise I've really embraced it because I've trained my brain to be in a really positive mindset, especially when it comes to my body. So I really show it a lot of gratitude I've shown it a lot of love and it's been reflected in how I feel about myself. And if you look at my pregnancy journey, I'm posting pictures and bikini. Oh my gosh, you guys have got to follow her because the so pictures cute. are adorable and stunning. And yeah. Awesome. Your husband. Like, here I am in all my glory. We did an episode about postpartum anxiety recently and that that is definitely a part of the hormonal ride. And sometimes what that means is that you don't give yourself the freedom to go, oh, I'm in this weird body right now. Yeah. So then what you do is you try to like squeeze yourself into clothes that don't fit. And then you feel like crap. You have that and thing then you're where like, you're like, I'm not going to buy anything new till I get to the size I was. Uh, it's like, no, 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 no. It's like this on the app because mm -hmm. this is so common. It's like yeah. this postponing of joy. Like yeah. until I become until oh, if it's like a reward when I lose weight, I'll let myself feel good by treating myself to something pretty. 
And then oh we talk, the reward is that you've had this, this great, this so little much. baby and you're like, yeah. that should be well, reward. Well, no, not right? to mention that started on clothes and sizing and how we don't allow ourselves to be in clothes that actually fit ourselves. And feel good and make us feel good. Yeah. we've Imagine what you do if you just ripped the tags time. out of everything. If you have well, nothing had a tag and you just wore what fit you. Also, as oh, a fashion yeah. planner, I can tell you sizing is completely a mind game. They're sizing, there's something called vanity sizing where a brand, big popular brands make their clothes have really small sizes or really big sizes. So you feel one way or the other. So a woman who's a size 12 is wearing a size 10 so that she can have this mind idea that a size 10 is somehow superior and therefore she's more worthy. Well, guess what? When she goes to try on an actual size 10, it doesn't fit. And then how does that make her feel? And so I wear an eight, a 10, a 12, a 14, a 16, like and across all these I brands. Love this, like no tag movement. Jen. I love it too. I'm going to cut them all out. <laughs> it's, it's, you can't become consumed with these sizes and you need to start wearing clothes that fit. Yeah. And let's not even get into the fact that the fit models are like a zero or a two well, anyway, across the board. You yeah. can never please anyone either. It's like, if you lose weight too fast, oh, well, you're not eating enough. And then on the other side, it's like, oh, well, you're not losing the weight fast enough. And it's well, just like, we what? talked about this today because you're in like, in my opinion, the best shape of your life, but there are still parts of your body that you're unhappy with. I always dealt with my weight when I was younger. And, um, and it wasn't until after having children that I just sort of like found something that worked for me. And then I went from, and I was in the entertainment industry. So I had people my whole life telling me I wasn't thin enough and that slightly emaciated would be the best kind of look to be an actress. I mean, people who cared about me, they'd go, well, do you want to be a leading lady or do you want to be the chubby best friend? I mean, these are the kind of, this is the kind of narrative that was in my head my whole life as a kid. So of course I had body image issues. So I finally kind of found the person. Everyone has body issues. Everyone does. Yeah. So then as soon as I felt like I put a bunch of muscle on, I started lifting really heavy weights just because I'd had C-sections and I wanted to feel strong again. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to be able to pick up my babies and sit up out of bed in the way I want to. And and the minute that I felt like I was in the best shape of my life, people started like, people in my own family even started like skinny shaming me. And I'm like, I can't win. Let me tell you this revolutionary idea. You're allowed to love yourself and you're also allowed to want to make changes to yourself. Amen. Oh my God. And you're allowed to coexist. You can feel good about yourself while also (laughs) wanting to change. And it's about this idea that women have, which you can like hate yourself into skinny. Okay. Just so you know, you can't hate yourself into happy though. <laughs> like no way. you can't be able to hate yourself into skinny, but you cannot like it when you get there. You have yeah. to actually love yourself to achieve the body you want to achieve. And I'm like, I say, like I, I, I put on all of this weight when I was going through a really stressful time in my life. About three years ago, I was at my biggest. I was at my most popular, like, on red carpets. I remember being like on huge red carpets and people are screaming my name and I'm the biggest I've ever been. And I was, my body was just didn't, wasn't keeping up with how I felt internally. And I just remember thinking, okay, I need to make a change. And I actually lost a huge amount of weight, changed my body. And before I got pregnant, I was the healthiest, strongest I've ever been. And people were like, how dare you? You're, you're supposed to be one of us. And I was like, my body 
And my size, if you have not been listening for years, is first of all, not your business, but it's also mine. Yeah. <laughs> and my size rocks no matter what size I am. That's my point is that I do not want to be defined by my size. People have, all, they want, they are so desperate to put you in a box. Okay. She's the curvy one. Great. She's my, my person. She's, she's, she's big like me. I get her. So I want her to stay like me or she's not like us, or she's the plus size model. She's not a regular model or she's the fashion designer. And I was like, stop putting me like in these brackets of how you want me to be and what you expect me to be and how you expect me to dress. I'm an evolving woman who's ever changing. <laughs> and I'm in charge of that. And I'm in charge and I'm allowed. of my, of my body. Yeah. And so I really had to educate like followers and stuff like that on the idea that I don't think I ever said that I wasn't allowed to make changes to myself. I was just saying I didn't have to hate myself when I was big and at my very biggest, yeah. wow. I didn't hate myself. Right. And that was what they wanted. They were like, but you said you didn't hate yourself. I was like, I didn't hate myself. It's because they I weren't in that positive mindset. Yeah. Right. And more and the more I love myself, the more my body changed. And it really had nothing to do with anything but getting my mind to a great place. Well, we've been having this conversation about yeah. like feeling good in your skin. And I do think that it is hard for a lot of women who are used to their body looking a certain way, go through having a child. And then sometimes it turns out looking the same or better or whatever, but mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how, where it's going to end up. There's a transitional time after you have a child where bodies are just like, you know, you've, you've grown a human in your body. And so we're grace though. Yeah, yes. I totally agree. Talk about, that's why I talk about our self-esteem and our self love and our body confidence being a muscle. You need to train that so that when it comes the time where your body undergoes an unbelievable change, where you spent your whole life being told to have a flat stomach, then all of a sudden, one day later, you're supposed to embrace this big belly you've got because it's cute. And then a day later after the baby's gone, you're supposed to go back to having a flat, flat belly. belly. Yeah. I, I have a yeah. question for you guys, because I know the answer for myself. I have never actively worked on my self-esteem. Have you guys ever? Well, I've been to a lot of therapy. I don't know if that's like, necessarily no, like, like part of it for me was self-esteem building. But I mean, I don't do like daily. You're wonderful. You're talented. Yeah, I've never you're worked successful. on my self-esteem. You're all going to download my app in January. I know. Well, yes, I'm just are. saying this yourself. isn't talked about. We yeah. teach like how to exercise your body. We endlessly talk about how we need to exercise our body, but we don't talk about exercising our minds. We teach self-loathe all the time. This is super important to me. It's like mental wellness is something that you practice daily. That's why Anna is about daily practices. Every day it gives you a new practice you do to feel good because self-esteem is a series of a million little things built up it's not just one thing. Self-esteem isn't like a switch that you have. It's not a gene. Everyone's like, oh yeah, but I'm shy. I'm like, no, you keep telling yourself you're shy. And now you've told yourself you're shy. And now you a are fulfilling shy. prophecy. Oh yeah. my gosh. You know, it's interesting. I spent my, I have four kids and my oldest is 12. And for her whole life, I can maybe count on three fingers. The number of times I have degraded my body, my body shape, my size, anything about myself in front of her. It's always been really important to me. That's the amazing. problem is now that she's in middle school, 
she's hearing it from everywhere. All she's hearing is how much she's supposed to hate certain things about herself and about her body. And I am so tormented that that's what other little girls instill in other little girls, right? Instead of all these amazing characteristics and traits that you're supposed to love about yourself from a very early age before we even hit puberty, our girls are taught about all the things they're supposed to hate and fix. And I hate it. Well, you need to be really careful about what social media she's consuming. She's not. Like, for example, if they're like absorbing pictures of Kylie Jenner all day and Kendall Jenner, that's what they're going to think beautiful is. Yeah. And so if they are absorbing images of a diverse group of women who all look different and have all different qualities about them, they're going to have a much broader idea of what beautiful is. That's first off. And second of us, second thing is you've got to give, you've got to give grace to the fact that this is a trillion dollar business ruining our self-esteem to sell us things. And it's been ingrained years and years and years of telling us how to look, what size we should be. And it's going to take some time to undo. So I want women to give themselves grace. Like it's no surprise that our self-esteem is shot across a generation of women. We have been trained to feel that way about ourselves. That's why it takes work and effort and training to undo that. We definitely are going to encourage everyone listening to go check out this app and obviously follow you. Could you give us an example of what they might hear? So you track your mind, your body and your soul every day. So you'd go into your mind and it would be like, how are you feeling today? And then your body is how you slept, how you exercised, you know, that kind of thing. And then your soul is what you did to help your soul. Like, did you practice your gratitudes in the morning? Did you do a meditation? Did you take the time to talk to yourself in the mirror positively? And Anna is like a practice that if you do those three things every day in repetition and consistently, I promise you in under five minutes, I can make you happy and confident. I've done it to women. Like I do it every day. That's, that's how it started on my Instagram. And so I already feel more confident to go out tonight. (laughs) I find for myself, if I'm just in a crap headspace, if I make a point to write down things that I'm grateful for, I automatically feel better. And I can only imagine it's the same way by your own body and Mm -hmm. your self-esteem and your headspace there. I would follow me and I talk about it every day and remember that it's actually a practice you have to work at. It's you'll be our therapist. Yeah. It's like anything else. It takes effort. Like you want to have a positive relationship. We all know that takes effort. You want to have a really strong and fit body. We know it takes effort. So why do we not think it takes effort to have a really good positive mind? And soul. Like, why do we think that doesn't take effort? Like, why are we just supposed to be born with that? Can you give us style advice when you're in that phase? Because it's like in extremes, right? After you have a baby, we're sweaty and we're not sleeping. We just feel like tired on the inside. So feeling good on the outside can be hard. I suggest wearing clothes that make you feel comfortable and confident. So Um, One of my favorite brands, one of my closest friends started a brand called NYX. It's huge in the US. They have a bunch of stores. And NYX does things like leak-proof 
what do you call this? Uh, tank tammies, like yeah, body suits, and you like the, the circles from nursing. The you know, like, like that's happened to me so many times. Like, you know, and and so I would wear things that are made for women who are postpartum that make you feel confident. Like body suits are so fabulous. Like wear what you need to wear, and then throw on something great over top. Like maybe it's a duster. Like right now I'm wearing a bodysuit, but I'm wearing a silk leopard robe as well. Yeah. Um, I would take care of yourself, even if it's five minutes. There's such easy beauty routines because you have to want to take the time to think you're important. And if you don't take the time to feel important and feel special, it's going to reflect on the inside, how you're feeling. Like it sounds superficial, but getting dressed up and like just getting dressed, brushing your hair, putting on a little bit of makeup, those things some people say are vain, fine. Yeah. Humanizing. They're a big deal. They They're humanizing. feel good. So do yeah. things. And then loungewear, like, thank you, pandemic, for making the yeah, lounge right? explode. I need you to get out of only wearing black leggings. If you're going to wear a black legging, make a cute leather one. Maybe make it um, a shiny, like gorgeous one. Do something that's a little bit elevated. There's no reason you can't be comfortable and still be stylish. I don't want to see anybody in Ugg boots, black leggings, and a puffer coat. And then them telling and telling me every day, I don't feel good. No wonder you don't feel good. You are wearing clothes that are designed to only be worn on like a cozy weekend. And you've That's my favorite time year. of year is cozy weekend wear. Look, I'm not going to lie. It, it's beneficial to have a, a maternity legging. Okay. So you're allowed a black legging if it's maternity. Okay. There you go. All right. But you're not wearing it with the matching top. Wear like a gorgeous oversized dress shirt. Wear a baggy, um, like off the shoulder sweater with it. Like l- put on a boot instead of an Ugg. Wear a jacket. Like there's so many little things you can do to make yourself feel good. But if you dress, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you dress like somebody who's trying to look like they don't care or they only comfort is the only thing they want and they just rolled out of bed, you're going to also feel that way. Right. So you, and there's just no excuse anymore because now loungewear is so big. They've done such good stuff with it. You don't have to not look cute while you're totally cozy. And if women are struggling at the end of the day, just go monochrome. Okay. If you do a head to toe cream look or camel look, or I'm not going to say black, but grays, light pink, whatever, just do it head to toe, buy everything in the same color. And I swear you will look so chic, even while you're like walking around you're wearing trainers. I love that tip. I saw somebody the other day wearing all white, even in the winter. It was like white jeans, white tank, and like a white cardigan. And I was like, she looks amazing. Yeah. If you go monochrome, it's like the most chic thing you can do is just that is such a great style tip. That is a fantastic tip. You know what's interesting is like, you know how you see people pull off these really cool fashion things and you're like, damn, they're so cool. But Mm -hmm. then you try it on yourself and you're like, Uh, But really, that's about your mindset. It's like if you rock it, if you're like, I am going to wear this like bird costume and I feel sexy and hot in this. And people be like, that is the hottest chicken I have ever seen. (laughs) 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 It really is about like what you're exuding, like you're exuding 
something. Yeah, it's really different between men and women because when I talk to women about this, I say, you know how when some men like walk in the room, they're not necessarily the most typically good looking or they don't look like the person on Bachelor Nation or whatever it is. And they walk into a room and they just have that like je ne sais quoi. And there's just something really sexy about them. Maybe things in their head. Girls are like, girls are like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, that's called confidence. <laughs> and it just so you know, it works the exact same for women. Mm-hmm. So why do you feel yeah. like your personality isn't at all part of what makes you sexy and beautiful or attractive? It's the same thing. That guy that walked into the room with that little something, something you're like, oh, he just has like the best personality or like charisma Which I was like, them like it can take like a person who like maybe if you saw a picture of you wouldn't think that they were super hot and all of a sudden you're like damn but the same thing goes for women but women yeah. don't believe that right super women funny. woman walks into a room with charisma and you're like and women are talking about She's a bitch hottier, right and i was like no Charisma is something that works both ways. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Well, I love that the, the the heart of the conversation is really that whatever shape, size you are, and whether or not you feel good in that size, it's really about changing your mind, not your body, right? If you want to be healthy and you want to chase feeling healthy and strong, then like you said, that is your decision. But at the end of the day, it's like if you change your mind about what body you're in in that moment, it doesn't matter what that body is. If you were exuding, oh, I spent a lifetime trying to change my body. I did every diet, I drank every shake, I did every stupid thing that you can do. And the moment I like became truly happy and worked on myself and it was just a byproduct. My body changed. That is That's so awesome. cool. It's like the the toxic thought process was actually hindering. That was, yeah, yeah. That's what built Anna. Yeah. That's why I did Anna because That's I was so like, cool. leave. everyone's like, what's your secret? And I yeah. was like, happiness. Because like I, I would say to the women who are listening to this, who are thinking, yeah, but like that's so far reaching for me. Like, there's no way I'm going to love myself. I just, I, I feel so negatively about myself that it's just impossible that I'm ever going to be this positive. And I just want you to know that I've also been there and I worked at it. And it actually just like today can be the day you decide to start loving yourself. Yeah. Like, let's just let that. this conversation be that moment for somebody who's listening because it is totally 100% in your control. It's something you can, it's the one thing you can control is how you feel about you. I want to say one more thing about like social media and stuff, because I think it's really cool when people show a no filter picture or people show like, here are my scars from like, I have a gnarly C-section scar and I'm happy to show that. But I also think it's perfectly fine to take a picture that you feel cute in because the angle is good. Both things are okay. okay. Yeah. It's not one thing. Like your self-confidence is, uh, it's, it's a sum of a million little parts. And that's my point. It's those little practices you do every day. It's taking the time to love yourself. It's taking care of yourself. It's, it's moving, nourishing yourself. It's like, it's, it's all these little things that come together. That is where your confidence comes from. It's not a switch or it's not a G. This is important for me to know. It's not a gene. It's not genetic. Yeah. You're not, she's not confident because she's genetically confident. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I mean? Oh, Everyone, she the, oh, she, she got, got the confidence mama. Yeah. People are like, I'm shy. And I was like, mm, you're not, it's not a gene. You're right. shy. Thank you. It's uh, a, it's a mindset. So, <laughs> or you're like, I have low self-esteem. I was like, well, you, you're going to continue to have low self-esteem if you keep saying you have low self-esteem. <laughs> and I'm going to continue to have high self-esteem because I keep talking about my high self-esteem. 
Okay, after you have your baby, you need to bring your cute little, we'll, little baby boy down to visit we'll us. We'll give you yes. the ultimate Nashville experience. So both of their husbands are in country music radio. And so I feel like between all of us, we can oh, give yeah. her the Nashville. Like, I, like I'm coming to Nashville and we're like going to Nashville proper. Yes, <laughs> girl. We're doing yes. it. We're doing all the things. We're, we're going to be wearing. We're going to be wearing our Wait. monochromatic hot freaking dogs. And you're going to bring your husband and he's going to get me pregnant. What? Wait. So, <laughs> okay. Don't worry. Everyone wrap up this like, podcast. So on the street, you're like, your husband got me pregnant. I was like, I'm <laughs> my husband is a baby. He's, he's the baby maker. He knows That's how to get. He, 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 oh I love God, it. I love yeah. Okay. Yes. It's, happening. Okay, it's I, happening. I cannot wait to hang out with you in person. You are just like a ball of sunshine. And I'm so yep. glad I, I am. I mean, you'll see me like probably stalking you and commenting on everything and being like, I'm going to stalk back. Sharing everything. Okay. That's amazing. Why are women afraid to say that? They're like, oh, I'm like, they don't want to say like, I follow you. I'm like, I follow people too. That's what right. it, social media is. Oh my gosh. Oh my I gosh. love it. I mean, especially <laughs> when I just like discover that somebody just is exuding positivity because you are who you surround yourself yeah. with. Yeah. So, totally. I mean, we and feel on like social that media. Yeah. So it's like, I want to follow people who are putting out good messages on social media. I don't want to follow an account that make me feel shit. Like if you've got that girl in your network and she's like always post like her life looks so perfect and her husband looks so perfect and her kids look so perfect and every time you see it you're like ugh I'm a mom unfollow her I don't care Bad. with her unfollow yeah. her she doesn't make you feel good like for whatever reason eliminate the things it might be that someone has a body that is triggering for you because you wish that your body looked like that so whatever it is unfollow the people. And it doesn't mean they're even doing something wrong. If it's about no. what makes you feel right. right. About curating your feed to support your mindset. Just say, I'm sorry. And they're like, Oh, why do yeah. you unfollow me? You're like, honestly, because you're just too pretty. Yeah. yeah. How can you, how can they feel bad about that? You have that's, too many kids. It's one that's of the, unfollows you. One of the things, I'm trying yeah. to get pregnant. You're always talking about pregnancy. Yeah. I love you, but, and you know what people understand like nobody's perfect everyone else got their own stuff happening and i just think we need to be honest and really like careful with our our minds all right this you're amazing. amazing thank yeah. you so much we love you roxy earl go follow you at is it luxurious roxy yeah yes oh my gosh all luxurious roxy all things lead to luxurious roxy we love you thank my you boobs. like that's the true exit of a mom podcast you're grabbing your boobs oh, it's time boobs. yep that's Ever. perfect one that's- two three boob grab <laughs> okay so self-love feel good remember my size rocks i love you all you're all beautiful creatures and if you're positive all the positivity will come to you i love, love you bye roxy. thank you roxy. bye roxy. bye Today's episode is brought to you from The Russell, a historic East Nashville boutique hotel whose mission is to give back to the Nashville community. As of 2021, Mission Hotels have donated over 100,000 meals, showers, beds, and supplies to those experiencing homelessness in Nashville. Visit missionhotels.com to book your experience today. Your name is Mom.